Welcome to Mission Revive, a podcast dedicated to hope and healing through God's transforming love, where your hosts, anchored in truth and armed with faith, are changing the world and reviving hearts with Jesus, one conversation at a time. Welcome to this episode of the Mission Revive podcast. I'm Bob Newberry and am a board member of Revive Hope and Healing Ministries, a collection of Catholic apostolates impelled by the Holy Spirit. My partner, as always, for today's podcast is Ann Costa, founder and executive director of Revive Hope and Healing. Welcome, Ann. Hi, Bob. Thanks so much. Yeah. Good to be back with you. So I'm so excited to invite onto our show today, Debbie Stansone Schlaprizi. I didn't know Debbie until she called me up and asked me to be on her wonderful radio show um, that's uh, been on for a really long time. And now I feel like we're like best friends. So I'm I'm so excited that she's going to return the favor and absolutely be with us today. And let me tell you, because I'm going to read the whole bio from her beautiful book, because I love it. She's a nationally acclaimed um, motivational speaker radio host, and life activist. Oh my goodness, I love that. She's going to tell us what that is. Her faith-based radio program, The Splendor of You, has aired on Catholic radio for over a decade. Debbie has been blessed with many uh, prestigious awards, and she's received recognition for um, renowned publications, including the Wall Street Journal, who recognized Debbie for her policy-changing work. She has been described as a woman who acts on principle. Boy, don't we need more of us to be doing that these days. Maybe she can show us about that, too. Um, Debbie lives in St. Louis with her husband, Don, uh, of 36 years. Debbie and Don uh, enjoy the gift of their five children, um, four living uh, in this world, and one celebrating in heaven already. Um, she's the proud mother. She's a proud mother-in-law, okay, and soon-to-be grandma. So you know what my first question is going to be, right? Come on, come on, come on, on Debbie. Let's see. I got to, I got to ask you. Oops. I got to ask. Are you uh, a yet? Pardon me, Ann. Are you a grandma yet? Oh yes. And you know what I realized, Ann? That I wrote that. That book is a little bit. That's a little bit dated, just because of the fact I'm now married. No, wait. This is a. This okay. is a riot. Forty-three years, and I have ten grandchildren. Oh, ten grandchildren. My gosh. And it happened, and I won on the way. Um, it happened just in the last, like, five or six years. Really, it was so cool. So right. I went from zero to ten very, very quickly. Oh, so that's I'm so grateful cool. to God. So Isn't that grateful. wonderful? I love looking back at my bios and seeing where I was. Yes. Well, you know what? And I thought, that book is probably, it. yeah, I wrote it probably about six, six or seven years ago. So oh. here I am. Isn't it amazing how life brings us from one transition to the next. You know? Yes. So, and it just unfolds. Yeah. And we yes. think we and you know what? And we think we've got it. And then God, he he throws us some other great beautiful gift, right? And some other yes. uh phase of life to to tackle. Yes. I just I just love it. Okay. So I'm I'm holding up this book. A Splendor yes. of You, and we're going to talk about this today, is 33 Reflections to Discover the Light Within. Okay, let me tell you something. 
This is one of my very favorite books of all time. So cool. Number one. Okay. Number two. I told you when you, when I when I when I received it that I was going to savor it, right? So I have, I'm savoring this book. I have not finished it. Okay. And I don't want to finish it because I don't ever want it to be over. <laughs> That's, I, bless never, you. I know I never felt that way about a book before. And it's because oh. it's speaking such beautiful truth. Why, how, how did, how did you come about writing this book? You know, Anne, even as you're talking about this and thinking, thank you, Jesus, honestly, Anne. It is totally God. I think, in fact, I was talking to my husband, Don, and I was sharing with him um, that I was going to be doing this with you today. And I said, Don, she was talking to me about some issues. How do you think this all started? And, you know, Ann, he's right. He said to me, Debbie, it's been a journey. And it has been. The book started um, years ago I was when I was much younger. <laughs> I should say when I was young. Um, the opportunity came up that... Um, I was going, I would, I was speaking with young people and particularly with young women. And the message was, it was about chastity. And it, we, I prayed about what should be the title and, you know, of my talk. And it was, I was asking Our Lady and it was the splendor of you. And the whole idea was that, um, you know, that these young women, that they, they were worth waiting for, that they had that splendor within them that was the handprint of God upon them. And that they did not, they didn't have to just give themselves away, that they had to realize you are beautiful, you are worth waiting for. And that began, you know, as I said, oh my goodness, I'd say more than almost close to 30 years ago that I was doing that. And that evolved as I grew older. Um, I realized that that same splendor, you know, it's easy to see it in young people. We see them and we think, okay, sweetheart, you made a mistake. Just, you know what? Regroup. Your life's in front of you. You can change your mind. You can go on. Life's not over. But as we get older, it's like we have this backpack, you know, on our backs and we keep filling it with stuff and it starts dragging us down. And I realized, wait a minute. Those truths are the truth for all of us. They're universal truths. God says what? I make all things new. And mm. so more and more, the messaging evolved to include all of us. And, um, and my audience went from young people to include younger, you know, what might be middle-aged and those of us that might be considered older and whatever, just all ages and to include men as well. So, um, yeah, yeah so and, it, and it was divine, just so God. Yeah, you talk about divine yes. DNA, right? Yes, DNA. yes. That's for all of us, right? And, At any time. And, and that's right. And for me, so much of it was also a process of realizing that I was okay, that God made me to be me. And, you know, I've learned from your readings, the beauty of your readings, that it's like Jesus is calling us to be who we are, that we're good enough, that we matter. And I think so much of my work that I did by the grace of God was also to help me, to let me come into Jesus, who'd you make me to be, you know? And so that divine DNA, that idea of you, me, um, any of our listeners, it's your our personalities, our particular temperament, you know, our way of being, 
Am I am I shy? Am I outgoing? Do I do I gain more um, peace and energy by being by myself or with others, or is it a combination? But all of that, God, you know, God made me to be me. So it was beautiful. And once, and I have to tell you this that a beautiful sister, she helped me come into this as well. And she said to me, Debbie, you're a good idea. And I remember thinking, oh, well, you know, thank you, sister. You're one of those, I don't know, those sort of, ah, I'm a little embarrassed, let's change the subject. And she said to me, hon, hon, get it. She said, you're a good idea. If you weren't, God would have skipped right over you, but he didn't. He came up with you. Believe it. You are a good idea. God makes no mistakes. So, so much of the work in came out of that, you know, mm -hmm. and so much came out of my own need, my own mm -hmm. need to begin to realize I am okay. God yeah. wants me to show up in this world as me. So that's wow. a long answer to, to a, a, a short question, but that was how, it, and I, I remember, and the book really came out of, um, I was addressing a Catholic women's conference and um, it was a wonderful opportunity. And at that time, I had finally taken the message to um, outside of just young people. And it was beautifully received. Uh, it was a marvelous audience and they seemed so receptive to the message. And I, and they were asking me, what do you have? I was like, I got me, that's about it. You know, here I am. And all of a sudden I realized that in prayer, that perhaps the messaging was worth putting out there in a book. And that's how that began. Yeah. Wow, so, wonderful. Yeah. And you've been speaking ever since, right? You yes. speak often, right? I, I think had been speaking why we have been you were out, out of the country, weren't you? Um, I've spoken, oh yeah, that, that's right. I'm trying to think, I have to think of one of the, um, I speak in Mexico and so, but yeah, it's been quite a blessing. It has. Um, COVID shot a lot of that down in, probably for you as well. Um, but I'm praying about Lord, you know, what are you calling me to? What right. is, there's another book, there's another book that's been on the shelf, um, um, a sequel to this. And I'm back to my old theme of is it good enough? Is it yeah. good enough? So yeah. I have to keep. I have to say, Lord, it's yours, you know. Yes, yes. Pull it off the shelf and get it out. So I told you, anyway. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to exhort you to get that book out. God We're, bless you. That's gonna it happen. may take that. I, yeah. I never, you know, it goes back to that remembering that I have splendor, that I, I can trust in that because it's always like, is it good enough? Am I good enough? But God calls us to something so much bigger. So much hey, De bigger, Debbie. A quick question. Uh, sure. I, I I hate to interrupt you two ladies, you know, but <laughs> oh, like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Anne Anne warned me that this was going to be the pattern here today. But <laughs> but uh, would you be willing to share one or two ideas that you're you're thinking about for this uh, this new uh, piece of work? Yeah, I, I will tell you what it is. Is it is a sequel to this work, and honestly, it's a continuation of more of a depth of what the splendor of you is. It's it's refining it even further. Basically the idea of, you know, that the whole, I, we never arrive. We don't arrive at splendor. It keeps evolving. And no matter what age I am, what transition any of us are in, 
God keeps wanting to share newer truths with us. So for me, that sequel is about going into it, a deep, more depth and refinement of the messaging to be able to begin to share some of my experiences that what I found is that more and more as I, as I work with this and as I pray about it, I realized the greater depth to our God, the greater depth to the trust of surrender. I talk about surrender. I talk about the idea of trusting Jesus, even, even in our life experiences when it's like, are you showing up? I mean, are you here? Because I got nothing without you, Lord. But I have found in my own life just, just recently, it's so cool you would ask me that question because recently I have been praying for something and struggling for a few years. And um, there was some injustice involved. And I constantly wanted to just move and take action. It's like, come on, I'm doing something. This doesn't feel right. But every time I would pray about it, it was like, slow down. I had to continue to just go before God and um, and go go to others who could help me to let me stay in, on that path with Jesus because I wanted to take it all in my hands. Let me make this work. You would think at my age by now, I would get that grabbing it, you know, in my lane doesn't work. So with this new book, what I talk about is the fact that Jesus is worth trusting, but it takes time and we don't get God's will like that. You know, it's, it continues to evolve step by step, day by day. I talk about what it is to know if we are in God's will, that idea of peace and that idea of knowing I'm not going to get the whole picture. I've got to just keep trusting. So I go more into that. I hope that answers it. So thanks for sharing. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Sure. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yeah, I got I've got another question. You, you I, am sure. I over my quota? No, you can. Go. And we'll let him do it. Huh? Okay. I'll let you go. Well, <laughs> you know, I um, uh, as an interviewer, I shouldn't tell you this, but I've not read your book, um, oh. but I, I, I plan to. But uh, the flavor you. I get as I talk with Anne in preparation for for our discussion here this morning Um my own background is in the area of mental health. I'm a therapist. I've, oh. I've worked with uh, uh, young people and old people for mm -hmm. years and, and so mm -hmm. forth. But I've, I've done quite a bit of uh, training and research in the area of uh, trauma and impact on brain development mm -hmm. and so forth. And I'm, mm -hmm. um, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are for, for the individual who's experienced uh, any number of different traumas in their life. Uh, how does that impact their experience of splendor? And uh, as a teacher, uh, uh, friend, um, how how do you how do you help them experience splendor with that as part of their uh, uh, their background? I, I thanks for the question. Um, first of all, um, I really commend you for your work, and it's it's individuals like you that have helped me a great deal to begin to uncover and to see my splendor. Um, I think the fact that there's trauma and hurt is all the more reason why we are called to see our true self, that we're not defined by that. That um, And that's a lifetime. Well, you could say that you can speak to this much better than I can, but I see it as a lifetime of work. But what I have found is that 
with trauma, with hurt, when we begin to take that out of shame and darkness and put it into the light, that there's a difference. And what's that look like? That looks like me getting the help that I need for myself. It looks like us some way, somehow, God, let us make that one brave step, that one courageous step to be able to talk to another, somebody trusting, a counselor like yourself, somebody who's learned like yourself, picking up a good book that allows me to begin to look at it. You know, it's interesting. So much of my life, I just wanted to feel good. So if something came in my mind that I wanted to just rationalize it or push it out or say, oh, I shouldn't be thinking like that. I've been blessed in so many ways. Da, 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 da. It doesn't have to be either or. You know, it's it's and. It's not just that or this. And so I would say for those of us that, and all of us, no matter if we walk this planet, we have experienced some trauma, some hurt. Mm -hmm. There are certainly those of us that have, it feels like have certainly carried a cross that appears to be much heavier. And, but for all of us, we are called to love ourselves, to get the help that we need to come in touch with who am I? What's the true me? What's under all of that? You know, what if, it reminds me, uh, a dear man who helped me so much with this book, besides my beautiful spouse, my husband, um, an, another gentleman who I'm sure he, he's a therapist and does the work. I'm thinking that you may as well. And that's Dr. Johnson. And um, he talked to me and I remember, and I have it in the first book. And it's about, you know, Michelangelo, when he went to, 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 do the beautiful work of, of David, the statue of David. And here he's looking at this block of stone. He said in his, what he's told us about that work is he said, David was already there. He was in that block of stone. I just had to remove what wasn't David. Mm. Okay. And it didn't happen with, you know, one hammer to the chisel. You know, it didn't happen with just right. one strike. It was a work that evolved. But who David, that beauty of that incredible work was always there. So I would say for those of us um, and all of us in one way or another who have experienced hurt, go deeper, remove what isn't there, get the help that we need. Does that help? Does that thank answer you for, the question? Thank, absolutely. Thank you for that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. you know, as you're saying that go deeper people. Oh my goodness. Let's just let's just reflect on that for a moment. Go deeper. Yeah. How um how how contrary that is to maybe some of the messages that young people are getting or um or the kind of um so-called help that that's out there right now. We're not challenging people to go deeper. And I, I you know, we're not we're not willing to walk and take the time. Like you said, it's a masterpiece of that unfolds over time. The yes. splendor yes. is there. Some of it is buried by other stuff. Um, some of it yes. just just needs to grow through through life and flourish as we grow. And and so when you said it at the beginning, it was a journey. I was thinking about this yesterday from the um, you know from the gospel when Jesus was with um, um, Thomas, and through oh, you know he he walked through that locked door. We have so many locked doors in our lives, you know, of, of trauma that, that they're, they're locked straight up tight. And but Jesus, he can walk through those doors and meet us where we are. But then what do they do? 
they have to explore the wound together, right? Oh my gosh. They yes, have to come together and they have to explore that wound. And 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 those fingers have they have to go in deep sometimes, you know? And he and, and Jesus is there with us and with those wounds, our wounds, and he's he's gonna stay with us. Um and so um if we if we have the courage and the and and the help and the support and and just um the the wherewithal that says we we can and and books like you and and people like me and and who've been touched and, and you know books like you've read and people like you um and people like bob that that are are accompanying we have to be beacons of hope for people we have to tell them that there is there's life beyond there's splendor within and there's splendor through and there's splendor beyond um, the woundedness that we carry with us. And, and I just, uh, I was really reflecting on that yesterday. That's awesome, man. It's so interesting. You'd say that I was blessed to be with a, a group yesterday, um, a program that I was involved with and it's, it's referred to as our ladies in and it's women, um, in, I think it's been since 1982. These, this is a crisis center for women in crisis who are marriage, I mean, I'm sorry, pregnancy that's in crisis that need, that have chosen life and need the support. Bottom line, it's a residence. It's it's an amazing program. But the staff, they were talking about just what you did. First of all, what do we need when we're in crisis or when we're we're hurting? And all of us at one time or another, this is, this is part of life, you know, until we cross over. But it is that we need one another. The one of those marvelous staff members were talk, was, was talking about, look, at, there are times in our life we need somebody to catch us. We need a safety net, you know. We need somebody to be able to help pull out that potential. But even as we're, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, what's that all involved? Relationship. When you said, you said it so beautifully, I think about, um, the Caravaggio um, painting where it is St. Thomas inter and as you said, go is is having to go deeper into Jesus's womb. But it's and Jesus is there with him. And so for us, I do believe in, and I'm thinking the great work that Bob must do as well. We need one another. And we have to, I know before, I always, I was embarrassed to have to. And I came, I came from an incredible family. I'm the oldest of eight. I have marvelous parents. I have a beautiful marriage. I mean, wow, talk about a great, and yet there have been, there's sadnesses in my life, hurts in my life, different issues that I had to overcome. But what I had to learn was share that with another, you know, bring it out. God, God's brought us, we need, that's part of how we're made. When we talked about the divine DNA and how God's wired us, he's wired us for relationship. We've got to have one another. And that idea, you talk about it in your work. I love it. It's like, kick the shame to the curb. Get out, open it up, share it with another. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's so much hope in that, isn't there? We know we, it, it just, um, and, and, and I love that, that you're exploring this deeper and, and thinking about the different phases of life because, um, boy, we don't arrive and it's okay. Um, it's really okay. And it's never too late. I, I love that saying it's never too late to become who you could have been, right? It's never oh, too late yes. to become who yes. you could have been. And so, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
again, let me just encourage you that you need to write that book so that those of us okay. who are side of 60, you, this side of 60 yeah. um, have a lot of preparation <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, way on the side of 60. <laughs> a I lot am. of preparation to do still. Mm-hmm. He's not done with us. He's still right. making things new, like you said. But that's so cool, isn't it? When life, it's like, um, I heard somebody and I was, it was a talk show of some sort. And the gentleman said, um, well, what do you think of the past work you've done? And he said, well, let's just put it this way. Um, I hope, I hope the work I'm doing now is even much better. And he goes, really? Aren't you uncomfortable? Like if you look back and he said, not at all. He said, I want to keep growing. I want to keep changing, you know, excuse me here. Sorry. There we go. I want to keep I want to keep it going. I, I, I don't want to stay stand still. And it's the truth. And for those of us, as we continue to age, which all of us, that's a, that's what we're doing. It can life continues to evolve. We can keep learning and growing. And that's part of the splendor. And Anna, as you said, it's not over. You know, we and we live into it. Yeah. We continue to live into it. We just have to realize one of the things I think you had asked me at one point was, um, why is it difficult for us to see our splendor? You know, why, why is that difficult? And I think, um, or to see that um, God has, because truly splendor is the handprint of God upon us. You know, it's, it's who Jesus made us to be. And why do we have difficulty seeing that? I think it's because we don't love ourselves. We really don't, not way deep down, you know, um, and the idea of knowing Jesus, when we begin to realize that we are God's gift, that he made us and that we're good and he doesn't make garbage, when we begin to come into that, we can start to love ourselves. And even if it's hard, I can love, I can love who God made me to be. I can love the fact that God thinks enough of me that here I am. I showed up. He thinks enough of me. So I can trust in his whole creation, his design of me. Even if I don't see it myself, I can see, Jesus, you did this. You are the God of the universe. You make only beauty. I'm good. And we can begin to, in that, start to love and appreciate ourselves and stop with the stinking thinking. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to love because I am loved. It's, uh, yes, Bob. Yes. Um, that's really what you're, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking how, how, how much this message is needed for young people. So are you speaking to young people yet? Still? You know, I, I, I think that, you know, I now young has sort of changed <laughs> what's right. young to me now, but, but, and, um, I used to speak so much to high school and then yeah. early college. And and I don't, although I'm trying to think, yeah, I gave it, it was probably about, about a year ago, I was speaking to young people and I have another talk coming up and I consider this group young. They're probably, uh, probably somewhere between 25 and 35. Is that young? It's sure young to me, but, <laughs> but I don't, but the teenagers, I do miss, um, I don't speak with the teenagers like I once did. Mm. I'm not sure if a grandmother is still relevant, but um, I feel like the I got something to relevant. say to those kids. Yes, I feel <laughs> like you do too. I you feel know. like you do too. It's really resonating in me. So maybe we have to, we maybe have to do a conference or something. Resurrect that. Huh? Yeah, resurrect. Wouldn't that yeah. be fun? Yeah, we could both do that. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Wow. Okay. Well, 
I think that was it. I mean, you, that we we're, we did our okay. time already, Debbie. Can you believe? Are we all right? Oh, we did. We did. Oh my gosh! Is there is there okay. something else that we need to know? Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, okay. Of course. Uh, you have. I gather that you have a regular radio program. Yes. Yes. How does how does somebody yes. access that? Okay, well, you know what? This is a uh, thank you, Bob. Um, I'll tell you, first of all, the, the all radio shows will now be on EWTN. They can be accessed through their, I think it's called Best of the Best in the podcast section. Okay. So all of the radio programs can be accessed, and that'll be probably happening within the next couple of weeks. Wonderful. So, and also, those in the Midwest who have access to um, Covenant Network as this other process is getting in place, Covenant Network is um, another place to access all radio shows, but everything will be with EWTN. Oh, that's Beautiful. wonderful. So glad. Well yeah. done. Well done. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I would just say in closing, I love the quote by St. Francis de Sales, where he says, never wish to be anyone else but yourself and do that perfectly. That's mm -hmm. something that's all about splendor. And Bob, God bless you. Thank you. And you. And you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We are grateful that you joined us today for another episode of the Mission Revive podcast. We humbly ask for your prayers as we continue in the mission entrusted to us to evangelize and revive hearts with Jesus. We would also ask that you prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast or making a financial contribution to support this growing ministry. You can do this by visiting our website at revivehopeandhealing.com or through our Revive Hope and Healing Ministries patron page. We cannot do this without you. Thank you.